Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bienvenidos, señoras y señores, to the Bleed Lows podcast. This is the post-game show for Game 3 of the NLDS between the Doyers and the Show Pods. Uh, before we get into the show, let's get some business out of the way. You know, football's back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. So you're going to find the latest odds, matchup info, players, news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. You know, I'm talking about events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. So head to Bet Online and to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code believe b l e a v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts okay so uh babyface i know you're like super pissed right now so do you want to just let it out do you want to let out all the aggression that you have Uh, hold on let me send out this tweet first okay so while you're (laughs) taking care of business and sending out this tweet uh, let me just recap for those of you who have probably already have been drinking and have been drinking the the whole night uh, since the start of this game was pretty rough. Uh, the Dodgers drop a, a, a tough one to the show pods today, two to one. They are now down in the NLDS. The show pods lead the series two to one. Uh, so everything looks, the world is ending. Everything looks horrible. I am the Prince of Darkness, so I'm sure all of you guys tuning in right now are telling, are expecting me to start playing the taps, that the Dodgers are done, but let me just tell you this. I'm old enough to remember a time where the Dodgers were down three games to one to the mighty Atlanta Bravos, and I thought, I'm not afraid to admit it, I thought back then the Dodgers are done. They're not going to win. You know, the Bravos... Just took it to them in that series. And what happened? The Dodgers came out and won game five. Could the same thing not happen here? Could the Dodgers not win game four tomorrow and force a game five on Sunday with Julio Rias on the mound and probably more than likely on short rest, you Darvish for the show pots? I mean, could that not happen, babyface? They can, but if they play the way they've been playing, it's not, right? I mean, this is what I'm pissed about. It's every freaking year, same thing happens. The bats just go cold. Mookie has done nothing. Freddie, aside from that, has done nothing. Turner has done nothing. Thompson has done nothing. Will Smith has done nothing. The entire lineup has done nothing. It's like, how are you going to win games like that? I mean, they get runners on. They start threatening. I just don't know what is it. I mean, obviously it has to do with their pitching, but they're just, they're either up, they're too eager. I don't know what's going on. And they cannot capitalize on, you know, when they got, you know, Snell on the ropes or they've had Suarez on the ropes. I don't know. It's just like the freaking same thing over and over. We see every single year the lineup just goes dead. See, and this is why I wish Alicia was on the show, La Princesa de Picolandia, because she always likes to sit there and say that, you know, we're spoiled, that Dodger fans are spoiled. 
And this is the argument that I use, that Dodger fans are not spoiled. Doyer fans are tortured, okay, because of the postseason. Yes, we had a fantastic regular season. We did. We had an absolutely great uh, 111 wins. There was a good chance that any time you went to Dodger Stadium, you were going to see the Dodgers win. But what happens in the postseason? Everything that you just said right now, babyface. I'm not going to sit here and say you're a negative Nelly because you speak the truth. Everything that you're saying right now is true. You got to tip your hands right now to the show pots. You add this bullpen of the show pods has been doing this now, not just these three games. It is now back to back series that the show pods bullpen has been lights out. And here's the crazy thing, right? The crazy thing is it's not like the Dodgers bullpen has been bad. The Dodgers bullpen has almost been matching them, you know, inning per inning. They've been right there with them and giving up, you know, one mistake, whatever tonight, the Grisham, you know, yesterday trying to with the home run. I mean, you you can't expect the bullpen to go perfect, right? Like the Padres has, and you know, obviously they're going to score, but it hasn't happened for the Dodgers. It's like, what what's going? What, what really pissed me off with right now in the ninth? Who better before Trace that struck out? Uh, God, who was that? So to lead off, it was Muncie. It was Muncie. Who, no, no. who? Who? I don't know. I don't. Know. I forget. I'm so pissed at who? I forget who who was before Trace. <laughs> But he he swung, he struck out, and then they they show a shot of the freaking the the dugout, and they're all looking at the scoreboard like to see like I don't know if to see if that's a strike or something. He freaking swung anyway. This is strike. Like I don't know what they're all look. All the players are looking at the at the at the video board. Like I'm like he swung. Like who gives a crap if it was outside or whatever? Like he swung. You guys you guys are doing this. You guys are swinging at bad pitches. You're taking pitches. It's like. I don't know. It's like a freaking completely different team right now. Well, I, I mean, again, I, I, I so I want to thank everyone that's joining us. Simeon from Jack in the Box. Thanks, Simeon. Loyal fan. Thank you for joining us. Pablo. Pablo. Look, Pablo is a man who still has faith. Pablo says the Dodgers in five. Uh, you know, hey, Philip Lopez, our favorite. Oh, I think uh, Philip just go ahead and answered that for you. Uh, baby face. Uh, it was C- CT3, Chris Taylor. You know, in previous years, people would refer to Chris Taylor as the human strikeout. Uh, I don't know if you were surprised by Chris Taylor striking out there in the ninth. Uh, but look, let, let's break it down because this was a pitcher's duel. This is what I expect playoff games to look at, look like. I expect them to be low scoring. I expect them to have a lot of runners left on base. But you mentioned it, babyface. It is very frustrating because the Dodgers left the bases loaded. The Dodgers have had opportunities to either tie this game, to take the lead, but it's not happening. Now, I attributed a lot to the, the, the show pods bullpen. They're making good pitches. At the same time, it seems like the Dodgers are missing pitches. Now, the question is, why is it that the that the Dodgers are missing pitches, but the show pods aren't like your favorite player on the show pod. Trent Grisham beat us today. Trent Grisham was the guy who beat us. And if you look at it, I mean, Manny had a home run in game two, but it's not like their big hitters have had big games. 
So it's not like they're being like, hey, their stars are showing up and the Doyer stars are not showing up. Because Soto hasn't yet. Soto had a double today and scored a run. But it, uh, before then, it's not like he was having a monster series. It's the little guys, right? It's the guys that you don't, the role players, those are the guys that usually make the difference, right? In in a playoff series. I, I mean, Philip Lopez here. Why do the Dodgers make every team look better than they really are? I'm losing my sh right now. Just think about that. Look, I, I think every Dodger fan is is thinking the same thing that you're thinking, Philip. So that's why, spread the word, have everyone join us on the live right now. Let it all out, guys. I know, but all I'm saying is this. What happens if Tyler Anderson pitches the game of his life tomorrow, the Dodgers win, and now it's 2-2. It's 2-2, and you're going to game five with Julio. And look, I'm with you guys. I'm the one that's sitting here, like, usually predicting gloom and doom. If you listen to the show, if you are a loyal listener, I've always been the one that's been preparing you guys for this. I was the guy that kept telling you this could happen. Now, I thought the Mets were the ones that were going to do this to us. I did not think it was going to be the show pots, but I prepared you for this. But again, I cannot stress enough. Look, in 2020, as far back as 2020, the Dodgers were down three to one. I thought that series was over. I didn't think they had any chance of winning that. And just like how the show pods got hot, is it not possible, babyface, that all of a sudden the Dodgers bats could get hot? It's possible, but like I said, they haven't shown anything that to show that those bats are, are awake. Like, I mean, at least if, if it would have been like, okay, they scored. What have they scored in this series? They scored seven runs? Here's the thing. Right. The run differential in this series, the show pods have scored one more run than the Dodgers in this series. This series is very even. It's not like the, I know it feels like the show pods are dominating us right now. I know it feels like that. But this has been a very evenly matched series. And it has been the little things that have made the difference. The show pods executed today. That hit that Cronenworth had in the first inning, the Dodgers could have almost gotten out of that inning. But what happened? Gonsolin left that pitch over the plate, and Cronenworth didn't miss it. Cronenworth didn't try to do too much with it. He didn't try to hit a home run. What did Cronenworth do? He just hit it right back where it came from. He went up the middle from it with it. The show pods scored. The way the show pods were, are pitching in this series... They're making these leads hold up. Now, let me ask you this. Do you see that approach when the Dodgers have runners in scoring position? Do you see them shorten their swings? Do you see the Dodgers going opposite field? No, I mean, like I said, none of these games the Dodgers have played their, their game. Like what, what got them to 111 wins, what got them to this point. They haven't played that. They're just – they're – they're impatient at the plate. I don't know. They're, you know, like I said, before you know it, it's 0-2. You know, you, they're dealing a lot with, you know, like tonight, the umpire had the horrible calls, right? But you got to deal with it, right? If that's how it's going that night, they got to make the adjustment and know, hey, you know what? He's probably going to call this a strike, you know, like the one on Lux where it was outside. It was a ball, but you got to make the adjustment, right? And you know yeah. he's been calling that all night. So it's like, you know, so just you know, going back to the start of the game, obviously looking back, 
Gonsolin was a mistake. The start Gonsolin was a mistake, right? We, we, we know that now. I mean, he reverted to the old Gonsolin, right? Freaking 40 pitches in, what, an inning or whatever he had? Well, were you surprised by that? Did you honestly think that Gonsolin was going to come out there and, and just dominate for two to three innings? I mean, I figured he'd give him at least three innings. I didn't expect him to dominate, but I mean, when he couldn't even, he couldn't, did he get into, he didn't get to the second, right? He was out in the second, right? It looked very much like 2020. Yeah. It's like, it was the same Gonsolin, yeah, that we saw from the playoffs and that we've seen until this year that he was dominating. And, you know, he, once he got hurt, whether he's still hurt or, you know, that time off affected him. Um, But yeah, it was the same old Gonsolin that, you know, he, he was, he reverted back to a cat, you know? Um, so, uh, so, so I mean, let, 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 let me ask you this baby face. I, I mean, I, I know you say that it was a mistake to start Gonsolin. What are the options did they have? Do you think they should have gone with Tyler Anderson now? And if they, to, in this game, and if they lost today with Tyler Anderson on the mound, you were going to have to turn to Gonsolin. And what did I tell you before going? What did I say about Heaney? Didn't I tell you before that the home run ball concerns me with Heaney? What was the difference in today's game? The home run ball that he gave up to Trent Grisham. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he gave, but he, Heaney pitched good for you know the three innings that he was in. He pitched good. He gave up that one. The Dodgers should be able to score a freaking run, right? They're down two one. They should be able to come back and score a run. So I'm not like blaming that on Heaney. You know, what's hurting them right now, and it's gonna hurt them even if they get past this series. They don't have pitching. You know, what do you mean they don't have pitching? Uh, no, I'm saying. Starters, you know, Gonsolin, if this is what we're going to get from Gonsolin, you know, if you move on, what are you going to get from Gonsolin? Are you going to have to put May back in in the starting rotation? I I think what's going to be very important is to see how Tyler Anderson pitches. Because if Tyler Anderson pitches well, and he's pitched well the the whole season, and if he gives you length tomorrow, I, I, I mean, that to me, here's the thing. If he pitches well, you are going to have at least Julio and Tyler Anderson. If whoever Kershaw goes against, he if he can play him even, like he did in game two, three out of four of your starters are going to keep you in the game. So that fourth game is just going to be like a toss-up. You better hope that their fourth starter of whoever you're going against is a, is a guy who struggles just like Gonsolin. I mean, we didn't see May at all today. I think it would have been probably interesting, right? I, I think I think probably the Dodgers plan in a perfect world. Let's get three out of Gonsolin, three out of Heaney, and three out of May. I think that would have been everything goes perfect for the Dodgers. I think that's what they were thinking. But the game was really tight. And look, Blake Snell did what Blake Snell always does against the Dodgers. So I don't know why we're surprised about that. I go back to the other thing, and we won't know this until tomorrow night. If the Dodgers get eliminated tomorrow night, we can go in on them all the time. But what is really, it was a fear that I had going into it, and it's a fear that a lot of people have about the Dodgers. In the regular season, you can afford to be patient. You can afford to stick to the plan. Don't deviate from it. And... Things will work out over a 162-game season. In a five-game series, if things aren't working, you gotta you got to change course, right? How many times did we hear announcers say the Dodgers have to try something? They have to try something, right? 
I don't see the approaches changing. And this is, I, I, I'm glad that Philip is on because I know Philip has a personal vendetta against Cody Bellinger and blames Cody Bellinger for the Dodgers being down two to one in this series. What did Bellinger do in the playoffs last year? Did he not change his approach in terms of from the regular season and the playoffs? He looked like a different player. I don't see any of the Dodger players changing their approach, even though the show pods pitching has been so good. I mean, Will Smith has had, uh, look, I, 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 we talked about this the other night. Will Smith has a history of being a, a clutch playoff performer. Okay. And as much as we all want to point the finger at Bellinger, that Baron Bellinger's horrible. Again, in game two, Will Smith left three runners on base. Will Smith left three runners on base today. Freddie Freeman left runners in scoring position. I, I, I mean, you know me, Federico was my pick. Federico was the guy that I said was the most reliable Dodgers hitter. And he didn't come through. I, I, I mean, Pablo over here, we're, we're leaving too many runners in scoring position. Yeah, absolutely right. But that's going to happen in the playoffs. You're going to leave runners in scoring position. But you got to find a way to, if you can't put up a crooked number in an inning, you got to find a way to at least push one run in. And that's not happening here. I, I, I mean, when Mookie got the sack fly and he drove in the first run, you still had a runner on third with one out. You could have gotten that run in. The last thing you wanted there was a strikeout. And that's what Trey Turner did. And look, now you got to question how healthy Trey Turner is because he screwed up his hand. It's his throwing hand. How is that going to affect him with hitting? He started off great, but... Since then, he's cooled off, just like a lot of Dodgers. And not I, to mention, his defensive play has like completely fallen off. I mean, he turned into Corey Seager out there or something. I don't know yeah. what's going what's going on on the field. I mean, that one pop up. Taylor had that ball, and he calls him off. You know, um, I mean, just the, the other play in the other day where he threw the second. Almost same thing happened again today when he went, you know, you know, deep to you know third base side and. He threw across the second to get Machado. Luckily, Machado wasn't hustling as usual. But, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Trey now. It's like, is the spot, again, getting too big for him? Or, you know, what, 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 what's going on? I mean, when you look and you look at – I mean, when we're talking here, – here's what's going on. Like, if you want to really look at – just look at the, the box score. I mean, no hits from Betts, no hits from Turner, no hits from Freeman, no hits from Smith, and he left five guys on. Uh, Muncie had a hit. Actually, sorry, uh, Trey Turner had a hit. Wait, Mookie so, had a yeah, hit. Yeah, and Mookie Trey had Turner. a hit. Yeah, yeah. He had one hit, one hit. Muncie had a hit. Uh, Thompson had a hit. Barnes had two hits of all people, right? But every and you know, and these are just hits. They're just okay. You know, a hit here and there. It's not like they're not getting those hits when there's a runner on second, runner on third. They're not delivering. So that's what's that's what's killing them, right? They, they left, you know. Left on base, you know, uh, Smith with five, Freeman left three, Trey left four, and Betts left two. That's in the series. Uh, today. That was today. Are you serious? They left that many runners on base today? Yeah, that's what it says in the box score from MLB at Bad App. 
I have a total of seven runners left on base. It sounds like from what you just said, they left 20 on base. Uh, 17. They left 17 runners on base today? Wait, am I looking at the right game? Yeah, 2-1, October 14th. That's today, right? Yeah, that's what it says. That's... The, the Lefty at Bad app is wrong. It says they left 17 runners on base. So the Dodgers had six hits and two walks. So how did they leave 17 runners on base? I mean, I, I'm not, it's not not in scoring position, but yeah, they, wait. I mean, that's uh, I mean, and, I mean, it it speaks exactly to what's happening here. But look, I mean, it said, so I, I don't understand what they're what they're, it, it says lob, and then it says 17 total at the bottom bit. Yeah, then it says team lob seven. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with. Maybe it's just guys that were on, maybe not in scoring position. I don't know how it's actually determining this, but yeah. Well, Philip giving us an update, and he said seven. All he's saying seven left on base too. But either way, if you can at least drive one, you have a tie game of those seven left. If you find a way to drive in two of those seven, which is in a very good percentage, you know, percentage, you still end up winning the game. Oscar Basulto joining us also on the live. Thank you, Oscar. Oscar also chiming in with seven. Uh, Oscar is a great follow on Twitter. So uh, for those of you, go ahead and, and follow him on there. He had some, uh, he had some great lines uh, today about, about the Dodgers, and uh, especially with their, their runners, leaving their runners on, on base. It's, uh, look, it is a rough night, and it, it, uh, it's all because we dominated the show pods all season. And now, is the panic button been hit yet? Do we hit the button? Now that we are approaching an elimination game, we absolutely hit the panic button now, right? I mean, we have. To, I mean, you look back last year; they were down same same. They were in the same spot against the Giants, yeah. right? Only thing, only thing is reversed. Like they, they had to go win Game Five in San Francisco. So the only thing, the only optimism here is right. They win, they win tomorrow, and they come back home on Sunday to try and close it out. So obviously, so you're you, telling me there's a chance? How am I, the Prince of Darkness, the only optimistic one on this? There's a chance, like I said, but if they continue, if if they go up there and <laughs> they don't hit, we're we're gonna be sitting here tomorrow and saying, "What happened? What happened to the 111 win win team this season?" Right? Yeah, but we can save that for tomorrow night. Right now, I mean, I mean, let's let's be realistic. Baseball is an absolutely cruel game. Ask the Seattle Mariners how cruel it is. You know, you're literally one out away from taking a 1-0 game lead, and now you're about to be eliminated in that series. I mean, baseball is just really cruel. But one of the things I want to ask you, Babyface, is especially now with the injury to Turner's hand, do you think that these guys are all pressing? Is that what's happening here? Is that why Mookie is not performing? Is that why Federico is not performing? I, I mean, look, to me, I, I think it's to the show pods. The show pods got on, are on a run right now in terms of their pitching. We've seen it before. This is what happened in 88. The Dodgers pitching went on a tear. They had no business beating the Mets. And I, I go back to this, Babyface. You had said this before the playoffs started. Before when we thought we were going to face the Mets and the Braves, 
and then the Astros in the World Series that the Dodgers were going to have to go through three 100-win teams. You know who has a chance to go through three 100-win teams right now? It's the Showpots. The Showpots. Well, I mean, the Showpots beat the Mets. Well, if the Phillies can pull it off and beat the Bravos, then it's off the table. But the Showpods will have beaten a 100-win New York Mets team, a 100-win Dodgers team, and if they get the Bravos, a third 100-win team, and if they get to the World Series and they get the Astros, a fourth 100-win team. If they do that, if they run the table against all those teams, that was, we're talking exactly what Pablo said, some Joe Boo shit. That is some dark arts. And what are you going to do? You cannot. We're, we're going against supernatural forces right now. There's no way you're going to beat that. When it's a team's year, when they're a team of destiny. I mean, what are you going to do? It's not like the Dodgers aren't trying. It's not like these guys have forgotten how to hit. This is a game where it's about execution. You are off by an inch on your bat. And it turns out into it turns into an out. I mean, I think that's the frustrating thing is like like you said, like they haven't been like like down just like oh my gosh, the freaking Padres are just killing them, like you know no. seven nothing, you know eight nothing, whatever, right? Either game it could have gone either way, all three of these games, right? It's just yeah. the Dodgers. What's frustrating is none of these guys are doing anything. Mookie Betts, they need Mookie Betts. When Mookie Betts goes, the Dodgers go, right? Like they need they need him to do something. It's like what's going on with Mookie now is like you know, they they've been they constantly been saying, like, you know, yeah, you know, this is the second second season, whatever we did in the first part, that doesn't matter. This is this is the real season, right? They've been saying that. Freeman's been saying that, they've all been saying that. But now is the pressure getting to them, knowing that they won hundred and eleven games and they need to beat the Padres and you know they're they're having trouble executing. They, they they're getting there and they can't finish the job. Like, is that what's on them now? Like, the Showpods have all all the momentum now. Like, Showpods, you know, I know they had to have come in. Like, can we beat these guys? Can we beat these guys? These guys have kicked their ass all year, and now there's no doubt in their mind. They know they're they're in for the kill tomorrow, right? So it's like they know right. they could beat this team easily and eliminate them. You know, especially the way the way things are going. So it's like, what what is it? Is is tonight? the day that's going to snap the Dodgers out of it, they got their ass kicked again. I mean, technically they didn't get their ass kicked, but, you know, they got punched in the face again. Is that going to turn it around for them tomorrow and come out and, and do something against Musgrove? And thank you to Big Efren for joining us. Efren, wow, we got a packed house here tonight. So, look, let me ask you this. Has there been, up until, in these first three games, do you think the Dodgers have played with a sense of urgency? Not, not really. I mean, I don't, I think we've talked about this before. Like, can players can they just like turn it off and on, right? Like, can they just like I don't know if that's how they feel. Like, do they like I said to me? It doesn't look like they're taking good at bats, you know. And all of a sudden they go up there and it's it's o two or they're swinging at bad pitches. Um, I think Turner he went went up at uh, Trey went up first two pitches inside and low, right? And he swung at him. It's like. You know, Mookie, same thing. Mookie goes up there and it looks like he's kind of hesitant to swing or they kind of like, you know, they kind of, they do that little flinch. It's like, it it doesn't look like the same team for whatever reason. So you don't think there's a possibility that they're going to come out tomorrow 
they're, I mean, their backs are up against the wall that they will come out with a sense of urgency. I'm well, not listening. I'm not listening to Dodgers talk. So I'm pretty sure right now that Dave Essay is giving the Rocky three speech. He loves to recycle the Rocky three speech. And look, I, I'm a big Stallone fan here, right? So right now, it I mean, it is Rocky three, right? The Dodgers have gotten punched in the face. They've lost the title. And now it's, are you going to be Clubber Lang? Are you going to come back and you're going to be Clubber Lang, right? Tomorrow, look, it's, it's do or die, right? Will the Dodgers be aggressive tomorrow? Will that work against them with Musgrove pitching? But all I'm saying is this. If they can find a way, because, I, look, I can't stress this enough. The Dodgers bullpen has been matching them. It's just the runners on base, the LOB. I mean, look, I, I, I mean, at this point, we may have to sacrifice a chicken before tomorrow's game. We may have to do something. And you know what, Efren? I, I'm glad you pointed this out because I also noticed this during the game. There didn't seem to be a lot of Dodger fans in that stadium every time they panned around all i saw was the ups brown i did i you know occasionally i would see a bunch of blue every once in a while but if this team here's the thing also i think this is a team that doesn't wear their their feelings on their sleeve this is a team that is very cool calm and collected they don't get flustered look at julio Julio could have the bases loaded and you see Julio's demeanor and he's like, no pasa nada, no pasa nada. Tomorrow, if you start seeing them, I, I, I don't know. I I, may, I think maybe the sense of urgency started hitting the Dodgers there in the eighth inning when Trey Turner was trying to steal second base. It, it was like, okay, why did we wait this long? You know, so I don't know, guys. I, I'm t I know it's all doom and gloom right now. I know everyone thinks we're out of it. I know everyone thinks it's over. We're not going to be. And all I have to say is this. Nothing is over. Okay. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No, of course not. So and that was a little uh, uh, Animal House reference for those of you who are watching on the show. I, I do know the Germans did not burn, bomb Pearl Harbor. Uh, so, yeah. I, I mean, we will see. We will see. But, I mean, this team has surprised me all season. They have won games that I feel they had no business winning. And just when I think the Dodgers are going to do this, they do. They make it. And I just go back to Vin Scully's saying, in the history of the Dodgers, when have done anything easily, right? Everything has been, the Dodgers make it as hard as it as possible. One of the things I do watching the game tonight, I really felt like I empathize with the Brooklyn Dodger fan because this stretch that we're going through, this is what the Brooklyn Dodger fan went through every year losing to the Yankees every single year. And yeah, you're right, guys. I mean, they need to tighten the laces. They need to punch back. They need to put it all out. You know, they need to go ahead because they can what what they've been doing the last two games has not worked. They they need to score in the first inning tomorrow. They gotta come out and punch, right? They gotta yeah. not just not just one run. They gotta put up a crooked number in that first inning. 
you know, to, to, to show them, you know, we got to fight and we're not going to die. And, you know, we're not going to quit. That, that's right, Efren. The Rocky speech, right? The, 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 in the under, underappreciated Rocky Balboa, the sixth installment of the Rocky Balboa saga, he does give a speech because it's all about, you know, when you get knocked down, it's about getting back up. It's about taking those punches. I don't know the speech, so I can't give it to you word for word, Efren. But I know the speech that you're talking about. Good. And uh, Trey Turner had uh, x-rays that were negative. So, Yeah, uh, they're negative, but that doesn't mean it's not yeah. going to bother him yeah. tomorrow. Or also, it could also always be like a ligament, you know, if it... Yeah, yeah. I mean, with him holding the bat, it's going to... And that's that's something you don't want to see, right? Because you need to score runs tomorrow. Because until you beat this Padres bullpen, I think you have to assume that the Chopin's bullpen is going to continue to pitch this way. But so you guys have already given me examples that the Dodgers can do this. Just look at Pat, last year. Last year against the Higantes. It, they were down 2-1. They had to win the last two games. I mean, it can be done. Like, yeah. I mean, it can be done, like I said, but these guys got to come out tomorrow, like, you know, with their asses on fire, and they got to they got to they got to score in that first inning. That first inning, they got to jump on Musgrove, and and how dialed in is Musgrove going to be? And we saw how he was in New York. Now in his hometown, one win away from going to LCS, Musgrove's going to be out there trying to deal, right? But hopefully, hopefully not a threat. Justin Turner can do something, you know, tomorrow and kind of show him, you know, what what you know what Justin Turner does, and you know, like I said. He, just the entire team, just they, they need to hit somehow. Whatever they got to do tonight, like I said, we got to sacrifice chicken or something. They got to all come out hitting tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you just don't. I mean, who on their bingo card had the possibility of a Showpods Phillies NLCS? Right? Nobody, nobody. And, and you're right, Efren. I mean, you got to give credit to Blake Snell. I mean, the way he was able to command his fastball tonight. The way he was locating it, I mean, I don't know how many text messages I got through the game about how nasty Snell was, right? That being said, as well as Snell pitched, the Dodgers still had a chance yeah. Yeah, to score on say. him. Yeah, Snell pitched good, but there was those innings, high pitch counts. He was in trouble. It was they were they were stressful innings, and they couldn't capitalize. It's like. Look, I, I think these next two games, I, I, I know one of the comments in the chat was they expect a blowout tomorrow. And I, I just, I think these next two games are going to be just like what we saw. They're going to be low scoring games. It's going to be a one run game. And the Dodgers just have to find a way to, to score. I mean, these teams are very evenly matched. They are currently separated by one run in the series. So the Dodgers very easily could be up to one at this point. If things look things, it's not over. This is all I'm saying. I think it's ridiculous that you guys are making me be the positive one here to give you guys hope. I'm usually the one you guys all know my mantra. I hope the Dodgers win, but I expect them to lose. Now here's, here's Philip Lopez bringing up a very interesting point. Philip Lopez over here. If Trey Turner doesn't play tomorrow, we're going to put Gavin Lux at short, put Muncie in second, and put Vargas at third. Let the rookie play, see if he might spark the lineup. 
The last person I want to see at shortstop, Philip, is is Gavin Lux. Now, I think if Turner gets hurt, they'll have the possibility to bring Hanser back, right? Yeah, but then you lose Turner going forward if they if they move forward. Yeah, so I I mean, look, I I think at this point you you got to go with the guys who got you there and hope that they can pull it off. You know, if all of a sudden Mookie has a big game, because it seems the way Mookie goes is the way the Dodgers go. So if Mookie has a big game and he hits, it might go ahead and 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 spark. Yeah, yes, Efren. Tomorrow night is going to be a very busy night in the households. The veladoras will be lit. There's going to be you know sacrificing of chickens. There's there's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be a tense game. It is absolutely going to be a tense game. But let me ask you this. Would you rather they put you out of your misery tomorrow night? Because right now, this series, does this not feel a lot like the 2019 series to you, Roger? Against the Nationals? Yeah. Mm, yeah, kind of, yeah. I, it's kind of hard to remember 2019. Oh, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I, I don't forget 2019. I know it, it, exactly. Losing that game five at home. I, I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't put us through this. I mean, look, I'm going to tell you guys, Dodger fans, we deserve better than this. We we come out here. We support the team. We do everything we can. And at the beginning of the show, Babyface, I feel your pain. It's like a broken record. Every year we go through this. And this is why, again, La Princesa de Fucolandia, I wish she was here. We're not spoiled. Dodger fans are not spoiled. Okay. It'd be a different story if we were winning a World Series every year. Then I would say she is right. But every year, we get put through this mental torture. This is abuse. This is honestly abuse. Yeah, the regular season, you know, we get to have a good time. But what are you playing the regular season for? You're paying the regular season for the postseason, right? You're playing to win the championship. And this is where we get the most disappointment. And by the way, a lot of people do that. And, so, and yes, Efren, all the chickens we are going to be sacrificing tomorrow will be used to feed the hungry. I want to ask you this one. Do you think Chris Taylor is 100%? No, I, I don't think he, he's 100%. And, and that's why I'm just... You, you think he's even at a percentage that he should be out there? You know, defense, I'm, if the neck doesn't bother him playing a defense... He is, but someone has to pick him up. But look, honestly, Chris Taylor this season did not have a Chris Taylor season. So I I know in the past you have seen players who have struggled during the regular season, and then all of a sudden in the postseason they turn into different people. Again, the guys who are getting the biggest hits for the show pods are guys who you don't expect those hits from. I mean, Cronenworth is playing really well in the playoffs. Trent Gishram did not have a good regular season, but he is playing well in the playoffs. The Dodgers need to have people get picked up. I mean, look, we've all seen it. You know, Will Smith is a clutch performer, but it's not happening for him this postseason. Now, that all can turn around all of a sudden, and let's say Will Smith gets a big hit tomorrow. So, I mean, we'll see, but... 
Look, nobody understands why this happens. On paper, everybody picked the Dodgers to beat the show pods. The Dodgers kicked the show pods ass all season, and now all of a sudden in the playoffs, the show pods look like a completely different team. The show pods are playing really, really well, and that's the case every year in baseball. Someone gets hot in the postseason, and they end up winning it all. And you could say they weren't the best team all season, but they got hot at the right time. Now, now remember we had uh, Heath and Nick on, and Heath was saying, like, yeah, you know, so we kind of – the Padres just played bad, whatever, and just let the Dodgers get, you know, oh, we're super good. So I'm like, was that freaking – was that for real? Like, like I was like – So no you, think we, you <laughs> think we got rope-a-doped? You think we got rope-a-doped the mean, whole is, season? Is that, is that what happened? Like, what's going on? Like, you know? Look, it's it's look. If you look at, I know that Kershaw gets a lot of grief for his postseason performance, but if you look at the history of elite pitchers, the majority of them pitch worse in the postseason than they do in the regular season. Greg Maddox, a Hall of Famer who everyone considers one of the greats, does not have a very good postseason record. So it just doesn't make any sense. Baseball is cruel. I mean, sometimes you just, it, it drives you crazy. But what am I going to do? It's not like I'm going to go root for another team. It's not like I'm going to sit there and say, hey, I'm not a Dodgers fan anymore. We've talked about this all season long on the show. My emotional connection is to the Dodgers. And this is why I get upset. When I see them lose, this is why I get nervous going into the playoffs because I've seen this too many times now. What is this, 10 years in, in the postseason? And the majority of the time, it ends the same way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we just got to win tomorrow. That's all. That's all we got to do. Just you know, one win. Uh, one uh, win. And, you know, we're back, to, we're back on an even field. You know, and I think Pablo makes a good point, and that is if the Dodgers do get eliminated, he wants them to be the pallbearers at his funeral uh, so they can let him down one more time. I, I think that's uh, that's good work there, Pablo. I, I applaud you. I want to make sure you get credit on that one. Efren makes a very good point. So Efren in the chat here is letting us know that that if the Dodgers lose this series, do we then get rid of the wild card? Because... We've had proof of this before. Now, the only thing is this, Rev Efren, and, and I wanna, I'm going to put this out to Efren. I'm going to put this out to everyone. Please respond in, in the chat. When the Rockies were on fire and just marched through every team in the National League, they swept every series, and then they had like a week-long layoff before they got to the World Series, and then the Red Sox just smoked them. So I think there is something to the layoff. But let me ask you this, Efren. What is, then what's happening with the Astros? The Astros have had the same layoff that the Dodgers have had. And the Astros are winning. There's no fear that, that, that I don't think anyone feels like the Astros are going to lose to the Mariners. And let me ask you this, even though it's a very evenly matched series between the Dodgers and the show pods, why do I feel like the show pods are more confident at the plate than the Dodgers. Do you get that same vibe, babyface? I feel like every batter in the show pods lineup, when they step into the batter's box, are confident. Yeah, I mean, because it's been almost almost every inning is like a high-stress inning for when the Padres are up. Almost every single inning, it's like high-stress, high-stress. It's been those rare 
one, two, three innings, and then Dodgers come to play one, two, three, one, two, three, or they don't do nothing. It's like I was looking back at that today. I'm like, man, every single inning is like high stress. Like, are they going to score? The Padres going to score? Like, are they going to score again on this inning? And that's how it's kind of been. And it's been the reverse, you know, when the Dodgers are up at the plate. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just gonna chalk it up to oh. this. This is who the Dodgers are, and they love torturing their fans. They're gonna put their fans through it all, uh, and it's just history. It goes. It goes back to the Brooklyn days. I, I mean, this is what it is, man. This, like Philip says right now, you know, it's like we never jump ship and we stay loyal. The Dodgers are our fans. This is why we have the show. This is why we have the carne asada. You guys come in here and we get to vent. We get to sit there and say all these horrible things about our team. But we won't let anybody else talk shit about our team. But we can talk shit on our team because they're our team and we and we won't give up on them. Uh, I, it's a very interesting point, uh, Efren, that they were losing in that game one. But they came back to win. You know, and that, that is something that we haven't seen the Dodgers do yet. The Dodgers have not come back in this series. So I hope we see that tomorrow night. I I, I really hope we see that tomorrow night. So this, I was say, this is how it needs to play out. So tomorrow they just need to blow them out, right? Just blow okay. them out. And then Sunday is when the Padres bullpen just breaks down because they're not gonna they're not gonna go whatever it is 20 scoreless innings right it's just not it's not gonna happen right in the first two in a series the show pods against the Mets and against the Dodgers they've gotten 39 outs without giving up a run 39 outs yeah I mean they're due right so you know let's save it for Sunday just blow them out tomorrow and then Sunday. I would be very surprised if there is a blowout tomorrow. But if there is, so let me ask you this. With Musgrove pitching tomorrow, are you putting Bellinger back in the lineup? I mean, who else are you going to put? Are you going to put Trace back on center? I mean, Trace does hit righties better. So, I mean, I mean, he'll probably move to left. Bellinger will probably be in there, I guess. Right? He has to be in there. Who else are you going to play in center unless you play Gallo? You put Gallo in there I, I and mean, left, Trace in center. I, I, that's what I'm curious to see. What are they going to do? Are, are they going to play around with the lineup again? This is an elimination game. You know, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm hoping, I, I'm really hoping that you guys are right. And, and you know, again, uh, shout out to everybody joining us on the live. Appreciate the support. Uh, Oscar Basulto, truth sayer tonight, and that is, it isn't be, it isn't easy being a Chicano or a Dodger fan. You're absolutely right, Oscar. Um, sometimes being a Dodger fan, it, it's just, I, and look, I, I'm, I'm really hoping that they win this because I do not want to. You're going to see all these. I mean, when I was at the game uh, on Tuesday, game one. Those Padre uniforms that I saw seemed really clean and fresh. Like they were just recently purchased is, is what. So I think we're going to see a lot more of those if the show pods end up beating the Dodgers and, and make it to the NLCS. Um, look, it, he, it, Philip Lopez, I, I'm with you. This is part of the reason why 
I like to watch the games on mute, but we have Efren on here. Why don't you guys just listen to the Spanish broadcast uh, of the Dodgers on the radio and you can watch the visuals? Because, yes, these announcers, look, Pruszynski is a former giant. I mean, what do you what do you expect? And yes, when I was watching the game today, it did feel like they were just loving everything about the show pods. The show pods were the greatest thing to ever happen to baseball. I, I did see it, but look, Pruszynski every inning. Oh, they got to do this here. They got to they got to score here. They got to they got to do this. They got to like every single inning. The freaking Padres are up. They got to do this. They got to. It's like, dude. And I, I wanted to hear it on the radio, but the radio was like delayed. So I'm like, screw that. It was even more. It's even more delayed. So it sucks trying to watch the game and then trying to follow like on Twitter because Twitter is the game is delayed on TV. So yeah. you see what happens on Twitter first. And it's like I had to like just put away the, the, the Twitter and just and just watch the game. But then, like I said, I wanted to hear it on the radio. But then the radio was like even delayed more. So I'm like, oh, screw it. I mean, that is the unfortunate thing, and that's, you know, and uh, that's the thing that, that, that just really sucks, man, is it's not bad enough that the Dodgers are losing, but then we got to listen to announcers who are trying to call it both ways, but regardless, one fan base or another is going to think these guys hate us or they're ruined, so just just put it on mute. I, I don't think, like, I don't need to see another interview from Verducci. Honestly, I'm good. I'm good with never seeing Verducci ever again. Uh, you know, I don't I don't feel that they add anything to the broadcast. You know, I, I mean, at this point, look, guys, all I'm saying is it ain't over yet. You know, I know this is a, we're going to go through the whole Rocky franchise. Rocky five is is a movie that I know a lot of us don't like, but it does have one great line there by the great Mickey, the actor Burgess Meredith. And that is, get up, your son of a bitch. I didn't hear no bell. So that's what we got to tell to the Dodgers. I mean, we're going to go with all the Rocky. Uh, did you, Oh, we're going to go with all the Rocky sayings right now. And that's what I hope Dave Roberts is telling the Dodgers right now, is they need to get up because we didn't hear no bell. All right, this isn't over yet. I know the show pods want to go ahead and ring that bell, but we didn't hear that any bell. So the Dodgers need to get off the mat. And yeah, I would love for them to win 11 nothing. I would love for them to score 11 runs like they did against the Bravos the year that they won the World Series. I, I want to not stress tomorrow, and I want to save all that stress for Sunday night. I want to get to Sunday night because I want Julio to just dominate and, and, and bring it home. And uh, I, I hope we get there. But uh, did you see Efren's note there? The Spanish broadcast is not delayed. So you can listen to the Spanish broadcast and listen to the GOAT, to the yeah. Leyenda, El Maestro Jaime Jarrín. And another note, yeah, put that on because you never know if if it turns a, if it unfortunately turns out, you know, the words tomorrow. That's uh, Maestro's last, last game. That's right. That's absolutely right. So... I think that's going to uh, do it for us tonight, guys. Uh, I know everyone's pissed. I know everyone is probably drinking right now and things are just, it just sucks. It, it really is amazing to me how the Dodgers winning or losing a game completely changes my mood. But look, we live to see another game tomorrow. They've done it before in the past. They can come back. They can win that game and force a game five. 
And then in a game five, you just never know what's going to happen. And no one knows that better than the Dodgers. So what time is the game tomorrow? Same time? Is it a 5.30 start? I, I love Simeon dropping a Macho Man Randy Savage reference. Uh, Simeon is predicting that uh, the Dodgers will go Macho Man and just go nuts on the show pads tomorrow. So, so Philip yeah. finishing in five. I'm liking that. Come on, guys. We're, we're going to force the game five. I mean, after this, I mean, if the Dodgers lose tomorrow, I, I, the only thing I'm going to have in my life is the, is the Raiders. And we all know what the Raiders do. And then it looks like the Lakers are going to suck this year. So it's just going to be uh, it's going to be a rough time if the Dodgers get eliminated this weekend. So 6.30 start tomorrow. So uh, we'll see you guys in about 24 hours after a Dodgers victory. And we'll be getting ready for game five. That's right. So join us tomorrow night after the game. We'll be celebrating and we'll just be pumping then the game five. And if it doesn't, you can join us in our misery because I will tell you tomorrow, if the Dodgers get eliminated tomorrow, tomorrow's post-game show will be a shit show because there will be a lot of anger. There will be a lot of frustration let out. It'll be a much different tone than tonight's show. And we'll have to go live to La Princesa from her... Uh... El Velorio event or whatever she's doing tomorrow and so her Day of the Dead event. So that'll, that'll be a sight to get her on, you know, in full makeup. A a absolutely. So again, guys, uh, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please make sure you're subscribed. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. You All our shows are uploaded on our YouTube channel and uh, you can go back, catch up on any past episodes. We've had great guests this second season. And please help spread the word. Let people know uh, about the Bleed Lows podcast. Let them know that this is a carne asada, man. Everyone is invited. We want to hear from everybody. We're just sitting here talking Dodgers. We're venting. This show is for you guys. So please uh, continue to spread the word. And and you know what, Pablo? I was at that game when Uribe hit the home run. And if anybody remembers that, the genius that is Don Mattingly was trying to put Uribe to bunt in that situation and Uribe couldn't get the bunt down and because Uribe couldn't get the bunt down he ended up hitting a home run so yeah. yes I, I would love to see a moment like that tomorrow and you saw you saw what happened to Profar today he got hit in the chest and he bunted the ball and <laughs> they tagged about at the plate so it's like don't bunt Babyface's hatred of Profar continues but anyways uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, again, this episode has been brought to you by our partners at Bet Online. Bet Online, it's uh, where the game starts. So, see you guys tomorrow night and go Dodgers. Buenas noches. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.